Hi, thank you for joining me. Let's talk about near-death experiences. My name is Caroline Walrad, and I hope you have a chance to listen to Michelle Lewinsky's near-death experience that is recorded in our conversations on our website. What a beautiful story she has. And it made me curious. I was wondering if there were many more recorded somewhere. And I found Jeffrey Long, MD, on the internet. And I'd like to share with you some of his findings because he created a survey. He's a radiation oncologist in Louisiana, and he's been collecting and documenting near-death experiences actually across cultures and languages and even countries. And to date, he has over a 1,000 of them. And so he launched this website, nderf.com, for near-death experiences, rf.com. And it has a detailed survey in order to create as much scientific structure as possible. So what happens when we die? In his book, Evidence of the Afterlife, much has been recorded of this survey. I thought I'd share a few of these results. There are many more, but a few of the interesting results from the survey with you. Dr. Long found that about 10% of people who become clinically dead do come back into their body to tell about their experience. And there are strong, consistent patterns, yet no two experiences are exactly alike. So many believe in their afterlife that they encounter God in an unearthly realm during their near-death experience, or NDE. And one woman, a lady, sharing her blissful experience actually asked God, why me? Why was I so blessed to have this experience happen to me? And God's response was very revealing. Quote, love falls on everyone equally. This is what you needed to live your life. So near-death experiences do drastically change people's life. When they come back, a majority of people who have experienced these have also experienced change, and the change seems to be very progressive. More notably, even after the longer they live, the more impact it seems to have had. So the changes can go on for decades. And this kind of response you wouldn't find in someone hallucinating or dreaming or light dreaming. This is different. In fact, there is no medical explanation for the near-death experiences. Of about 300, excuse me, 590 near-death experience responders, 95% say the experience was definitely real, with the other options being in the survey, probably real, probably not real, definitely not real, and virtually everyone said it was definitely real. And they're is no explanation, as I said, for these near-death experiences. It's not a hallucination or a dream state and not the result of a physical brain function as we know it. Dr. Long's definition in the survey for near-death experience was, they have to be unconscious at the time of the experience or clinically dead with absence of heartbeat and respiration. They have to be so physically compromised that if they did not get better, they would suffer permanent, irreversible death. There's a growing number of shared near-death experiences, and this is where two or more people have simultaneously had a life-threatening event where they lose consciousness, and they both have a near-death experience together, but in these experiences, they're aware of each other. So when one or two come back, and the others don't, 
they share this experience that the beans, quote, separate the two from holding hands. Two of the four beans take the lady and move her with her towards the light. The other two beans gently take the guy and lead him back down to the car. A guy and a girl are driving to Canada and they had a bad car rack, actually holding hands in the death experience. They are met by spiritual beings and they feel this intense love, intense love, which is very classic. The beings separate the two from holding hands. What about choices? Does a person, when they cross over, do they have a choice of whether they come back or not? Well, the survey said that those with the choice to return, many did not want to, but had to. According to the survey, 75 to 80 percent, the answer is they feel very intensely present while they're there. They have positive emotions in their near-death experience, almost 80 percent, more so typically than they knew on earth. They strongly like the afterlife, which some call heaven. Many say there is a sense of familiarity, like they have been there before. They want to stay. And that is how powerful their experience has and was. God appeared in about 44% of the time often in the near-death experiences. And I think there was one exception out of hundreds answering yes to being aware of God's presence. They return feeling that indeed God does exist. There are other of the the 100% that felt a difference or felt a, a, a positive love, but they didn't see it as God. And 44% of the people definitely saw the image of God and knew it was God, even though they may not have believed in God beforehand. So their descriptions of God were amazing to Dr. Long. Yet the descriptions are not consistent with some conventional thinking. For example, God is essentially never described as judgmental by the uh, the experiencers. God is essentially never angry or wrathful. And people who encounter God find an overwhelmingly loving presence and an overwhelmingly sense of peace. Two things were apparent to most of the near-death experiencers first. God overwhelmingly is a loving by nature, Dr. Long said, is that people felt a unity. They felt the unity and a oneness with God. So what do people come back to earth understanding? In the survey, they said, did you receive any information regarding our earthly purpose, meaning, and a purpose of our earthly life? Yes was the answer for almost all. And most of the others were uncertain. Not a no. About 1% of the NDDs are truly hellish. And that's a thought that may cross people's minds. Um, We hear of heaven and hell and only 1% that came back, that came back. Those who were frightened in the experience quickly calm and have the typically pleasant experience. But the very few bad experiences were called frightening. And on return, it is apparent They needed this experience to choose a more loving life. And so for many of these near-death experiences, they are clear afterwards that they needed an experience like that to force them to face some issues in their lives and grow and be more loving to people on earth. Dr. Long said, not dark, evil beings, but they are forced to experience their near-death experience in the hellish situation with others who share their values. 
hell seems to be the product of extremely bad choices. And again, Dr. Long says it's just that here in some other part of us that seems to be intimately related to our conscious and who we are and what we are, and that is more than what our physical brain is. Please read his survey online. I think that you can just um, look for Dr. Long, MD. And so blessings. And at this point in our year, Merry Christmas. And what a perfect time to open your heart to God and Christ, if you choose, or all those things that bring love and peace to you. Many blessings, and thank you for coming, and let's meet again.